another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Jesters, good morning, Jestettes, good morning, fellow Jesterians. Oh, it's a beautiful day to be alive, man. Happy All Saints Day. Woo, woo. I don't know why they call it All Saints Day, but I do know that 19 years ago today, there was a saint born. Happy birthday, Mr. Pickle. I fucking love you, man. You're 19 years old today, man. I haven't seen you in, what, 12 years? 12 years? I'd love to see what kind of man you've come, turned into, man. It would be awesome. Happy fucking birthday, Nick, man. Ugh. 19 fucking years old, man. God damn. 19 years ago today, I remember that day. I was living in uh, Sherman, New York with my... Uh, wife at the time I had bought that house I had bought her a car I had bought me a car life, life was going pretty goddamn good oh it was going amazing my son was born we we drove to uh see she had she she had a she was scheduled to be induced for today November 1st 2002 19 motherfucking years ago. Uh, and then, <laughs> three months after today, February 11th, 2003, or, I'm sorry, three months after he, my son was born, I was in my car accident. Uh, you know, I was in a coma. I had to relearn how to walk, suffered a traumatic brain injury. You know, I had to build strength in my legs again. You know, uh, it, it took a while. It took a while before I was back up and walking again, but, uh, shit. <laughs> I do believe my ex-wife got pregnant with her second child before I was even walking yet. There is that, it was, it was pretty goddamn close, anyway. That that bitch got pregnant with another man's kid before I was even fucking back on my feet. Fucking bitches, man. What are you gonna do? What the fuck are you gonna do? Mmm. God damn it. You know what I'm gonna do? I always forget. I'm gonna turn this on. Let's get some, uh, some vaporized THC going up in this bisnatch. What? Shut up. So, yeah, my son, my only son, turns 19 today. He was born, I think it was more in the late afternoon he was born. I want to say, I'm not exactly sure. But I'm pretty sure it was in the late afternoon he was born. So he he's not he's not 100% 19 yet. He's got a few more hours. But I'm pretty sure he'll make it. Oh shit, I don't even know if he's fucking alive. I haven't seen him in 12 fucking years. Because his goddamn cunt mother fucking... Kidnapped him from me. Man, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Bitches be stupid, man. <laughs> well, 
I shouldn't say all bitches, but that bitch be stupid and just inconsiderate. She's been lying to this to my son his entire life just to hide, just to protect her ego. I mean, she knows she fucked up, but not in her head. <laughs> I'm guessing she's one of these people who, uh, nothing is ever her fault. Oh, I fucking hate that woman, man. I, I miss, I, I, she stole my only child. She stole my only child from me. I didn't get to see my only child grow. I didn't get to spend time with my only fucking child as he grew. Because this bitch thought it was more important to, uh, Oh, it doesn't matter. It, well, it matters, but it it doesn't. I mean, what am I going to do besides sit here and bitch about it to y'all? I'm sure y'all are fucking tired of hearing about this shit. But it's days like today, man. My son's birthday. He turns 19 today. Nicholas Norod is 19 years old. Nicholas Norod, 19, 19, Nicholas Norod. Hmm. But what are you going to do? I'm going to turn that off. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to bring this yumminess over here. No, I, I think... You know, now, now that I've... Uh, I think I have seen him. I've seen him. But I haven't really spent any time with him. Because I was at... Uh, Whose wedding was it? I don't know. I was at some wedding. And he was in his tux. It was probably my brother's. One of them. I think it was Chris's. I don't know. It might not have been Chris. I don't know. I don't fucking know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but I saw him that, that day. I talked with him. Spent some time with him. And I just... Man, I, I just... I want to sit down. I want to talk. I want to have a conversation. <coughs> Because <laughs> he's old enough now to understand that, well, I hope that, to understand that his mother's been fucking lying to him his entire life. Been lying to her entire fucking family. That <laughs> I, I beat her. I never once hit that fucking woman. Never once. Cough <laughs> break. But, you know, it is what it is. People are stupid. Selfish. They think only of, the, of themselves. And they don't think of the future. They don't think, well, geez. What's going to happen when my son finds out that I've been lying to him his entire life? <laughs> that could, that may never happen. I mean, he may never reach out to me. I mean, I'm kind of pissed at my dad because he's going right along with the. Uh... <laughs> but he's going right along with uh, his wife, who's also a whore. And, see, birds of a feather flock together. I'm starting to see that with this group. 
I mean, my stepmonster is a whore. She cheated on my dad countless numbers of times. I don't even know. Obviously, I don't know. But I know there was one time. I know for sure there was one time. Because I was fucking there in the goddamn house. I'm guessing she didn't remember that we were supposed to be there that weekend. So she had invited her boyfriend over, which apparently was my dad's friend. Fuck that woman, man. And now she's best friends with my ex-wife, who's obviously a whore. And now my sister is best friend. So I'm guessing that's what happened in her marriage. I never knew why she uh, got divorced, but now I'm pretty sure I know. Because she was unfaithful. I mean, I, just, I don't fucking understand why people enter into an arrangement, an agreement, and then just fuck off like that. And then, you see, <laughs> I remember she had called me. I, I, this was after the fact. We hadn't gotten divorced yet. But I, was, I was remember I was on my way to Erie. I'm on my way to work. And I don't know, I called her second child, you know, the bastard child. And she's like, well, you can't call him that when we get back together. I'm like, what? Excuse me? The fuck thinks you're, we're ever going to get back together? There's goddamn no way in hell. I mean, she cheated on me twice. Second time, she got pregnant. And the second time, that's when I said, okay, I've had enough. I've had enough of your bullshit. Oh, well. Oh, well. <clears throat> Oh, God damn. Woo! Good shit, man. It's a great day to be alive, man. Weekend's done. Had a pretty uneventful weekend. Halloween, uneventful. I pretty much just sat my ass on a couch all fucking day. I hate that shit. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Because I did not sit on the couch all fucking day. I walked up to Phil's for a couple hours, smoked, and watched the football game. Word! Well, I watched the first half of the uh, Buffalo-Miami game. And then I came back home. This is tasting kind of weird. Word. <laughs> but, other than that, it was an uneventful weekend. I don't need to worry about mowing my lawn again this year. That's a guy. That's a that's a bonus. <coughs> but what we can do now is it is time to get right into that UFC. See what kind of bullshit they trying to sell us today. I'm just a fucking pothead. <laughs> wow. God damn it. Stay with us. We've got the news you need to start your day. Lash welcome. VMware. Welcome change. World leaders can say they are doing something about climate change, but how can they do enough? That exact Climate question hangs over huh? a meeting of world leaders this week in Scotland. President Biden will be there. He's made a transition to well, cleaner fuel, a defining no. issue of his presidency. But he will not arrive with a U.S. commitment in hand. Of Y'all know that there isn't a goddamn thing you can, anyone, anybody on this planet can do. There's not a goddamn thing 
that can be done to stop the climate changing. The climate changes, it's what it does. The only thing constant is change. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. So don't let these motherfuckers tell you that give us money and we'll stop it. Because they they just want money. They, they can't stop it. Big progress. NPR's Dan Charles is in Glasgow, the site of the climate summit. Hey there, Dan. Hi. Okay, the president wanted to have agreements on a big infrastructure bill and a big budget bill by now and does not. How does that compare to the other countries represented at this meeting? You know, the situation in the U.S. is very similar to what's happening in a lot of countries. Uh, things are changing, but at the same time, they're not changing enough to meet the goal that the world's countries set. Probably because everybody's intelligent. And it's these fucking governments that are fucking ridiculous. And they just want you to pay them to so they can stop climate change. But they can't stop climate change, but they're going to tell you they can just so you will pay them money. And this is one big giant scheme, man. It's a giant grift aimed at y'all. <laughs> aimed at us. So let's give them all the money they want so they cannot stop it. Let's see, it's all it's all a big fucking game they're playing, man. They they know they can't stop it. For themselves. Um, just over the weekend, the world's biggest economic powers, the so-called G20, uh, met in Rome. And coming out of that meeting, Secretary of State John Kerry was saying there had been so much progress. You know, a bunch of countries committed to the goal of cutting back greenhouse gas emissions enough to keep the world from warming up more than 1.5 degrees Celsius. When you get... Uh, it's not. It, it's actually. It's absolutely not. It absolutely is not. Don't let these fuckers lie to you. It is not raising. There is no such thing as fucking global warming. Greenhouse gases, quote unquote, carbon dioxide, carbon carbon dioxide, carbon dioxide. Plants eat carbon dioxide to make oxygen. That we breathe. So if there was an abundance of CO2 in the air, plants would be bigger. They would, they, they, they would be, <laughs> they would be bigger because they'd be fucking eating all the goddamn time because there's so much goddamn CO2 in the air. So go fuck yourself. Your hypothesis doesn't fucking work. The largest economies of the world, more than half of them, saying we're on board to hit 1.5 degrees that is a giant step forward and, and and it leaves me with optimism that we can still close the gap with some of these other countries and we're working on that he talked about every country in the g20 now agreeing to cut off financing for coal burning power plants in other countries that is a real change yeah it does sound significant we've reported on how china has invested a lot in coal plants outside of china and that's one of the g20 so that's a big change but to get to our question at the start is that enough see from what no, it's from what i hear is the two biggest pollutants to the ecology in the world is number one, China, and number two, the U.S. military. So you tell me how the fuck that's going to work then. Because you definitely aren't going to stop or change anything with the military because that's how this country runs now. Because we're a military-based fucking economy. 
not enough. And there are two sides to this. I mean, some countries like the U.S. are talking a good game, saying we will move really quickly to get off fossil fuels, get net greenhouse gas emissions down to zero in 30 years. But they've not yet managed to actually, you know, deliver the policies that would get them there because it's politically tough, right? And then there are other countries who say the gold itself isn't right for us. They say we're not ready to move that fast. Um, at a press conference yesterday, President Biden called out some of these countries by name. I think you're going to see we've made significant progress and uh, more has to be done. But uh, it's going to require us to uh, continue to focus on what China's not doing, what Russia's not doing, and what Saudi Arabia's not doing. There are other countries too. I mean, India, quite a few. Fuck your legitimate Joe. Just, just fuck them. And who the fuck cares what these other countries are not doing? Mm-hmm. Trying to get my joint lit. Vernon. Okay. <laughs> and now, it's funny how, you know, the U.S. hates, or... The U.S. government dislikes Russia. The U.S. government dislikes China. But see, I thought we were friends with the uh, the the uh, Arabian countries. The but see, maybe now because we're getting out of oil, that we're now they're our enemies. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows what's going on in this fucking dude's head in these people's heads? Two other developing countries. Uh, Biden mentioned a big coal-burning country and two big oil producers there, so I get why they might be reluctant to change their economies, but why would other countries be reluctant to step up? Well, some of them were saying we don't have the money to pay for these new cleaner power plants and transportation systems and so forth, which gets us to a big issue, what people call climate finance. Wealthier countries promise to deliver a lot of money, $100 billion a year, to help them cope with climate change, build clean energy systems. Oh my God! They have not done well, that. Okay, that oh, help cope with climate change. Okay, okay, that. fair enough. So I'll accept that. What's Biden going to be saying to these these other countries? He is going to say, uh, "We are back. We are committed to doing our part to keep the planet from catastrophic warming." Uh, maybe There's no Congress such thing, by the way. Yet, There's way no such another, thing. Administration is going to get this done. But Dan, you keep saying so all you want. It's Thank not going to make it true. NPR's Dan Charles at the site of a climate summit in Glasgow, Scotland. Okay, today the United States Supreme Court takes a deeper look at a Texas abortion law. Oh, yeah, this is shit. the law that bans abortions after six weeks. And because that is obviously unconstitutional, this obviously, law bans officials says. from enforcing it. Instead, any random person anywhere can sue. Now, in its first look at this law that was designed to evade judicial scrutiny, the court's conservative majority allowed it to take effect. Now the court is going to hear those arguments over the law. NPR National Correspondent Sarah McCammon covers reproductive rights policy and is with us now. Sarah, good morning. Morning, Steve. What exactly is before the justices today? I want to know why anybody thinks they have the power to enforce reproductive rights. I mean, don't fucking tell me what I can and can't do, man. It's my body, my fucking choice, buddy. So just to back up a little bit, 
Two months ago, when this law was about to take effect, <coughs> reproductive rights groups sued to block it. And Alfred SB8 bans abortion after any type of early cardiac activity is detectable. So that's around six weeks, which, of course, is well before many people know they're pregnant and well before current Supreme Court precedent allows states to ban abortions. But what's unique about this law is that it tries to get around a lot of that existing precedent by allowing individuals to file lawsuits against anyone involved in providing an abortion or helping someone get one after that point. So initially, the Supreme Court declined to block the law, allowing it to take effect in September, but didn't weigh in on the larger constitutional questions at stake here. The U.S. Department of Justice also has challenged this law, and today's hearing is a result of both of those efforts to block SB 8. I just want to remember that it matters a lot in a Supreme Court setting. What is the question that is being posed, and then what are the terms of the answers that come back? There are lots of kinds of rulings you could have about abortion that might or might not touch the larger constitutional issue here. Does this case touch the larger constitutional issue? Not directly. Not the question of whether or not people should have a right to an abortion under the Constitution and to what extent states can restrict it. That will be at the heart of another case from Mississippi scheduled to be heard in a month. But today the justices... I don't think there should be any law that tells anybody what they can and can't do. It's, I mean, Jesus Christ. Darwin's law works when people aren't restricted. Let fucking people be people and the stupid ones will fucking die off. Don't, right? Don't fucking nerf the fucking world. Let people deal with the consequences of their decisions, man. <laughs> Don't fucking tell me what to do. We'll look at some meteor issues raised by this Texas law. For example, can the federal government sue to block this law by preventing public officials in Texas from cooperating with its enforcement, which is what the DOJ is trying to do? And also, is it permissible for a state like Texas to essentially delegate law enforcement to private citizens in this way through what critics are calling a bounty hunting scheme? That's an interesting point because you still have state courts, state court clerks who were involved in the enforcement of this, even if private citizens are filing lawsuits in those courts. What are the implications of the outcome here? Well, there's already a huge impact on people in Texas who can't get abortions in most cases now. People are traveling out of state to get abortions. I've talked to doctors who are having a difficult time providing a full scope of patient care and fearful of being sued under this law because it is so broadly written. And finally, Steve, I want to point out there's another implication. Uh, Justice Sonia Sotomayor noted in a recent dissent from the court's decision to allow this law to stay in effect, she said this system of allowing private individuals to enforce an abortion ban could have implications for other completely unrelated issues. The yeah, because so you're fucking creating snitches, man. Two full months, That's exactly what the fuck this law is. From the court you're you're making it extremely profitable to become a fucking snitch. Abortion, particularly in earlier stages of pregnancy. It's goddamn ridiculous. Goddamn ridiculous. Increases the likelihood that it will be adapted to attack other federal constitutional rights. So this could be applied to other issues. Also important to remember that uh, even if abortion rights groups in the Justice Department are successful here, the conservative majority on the court will have another opportunity to weigh in on abortion in a month when they consider that case from Mississippi. Sarah, thanks. Thank you. That's NPR Sarah McCammon.
71 degrees and cloudy. A beautiful little store down in the heart of Lakewood, New York at 50 Chautauqua Avenue. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com where they have smoking deals on your smoking accessories. They have glass, they have smell good, they have dab rigs, posters, they have apparel, they have everything. Get your sessions with the Jester shirts there. It's an awesome little store. Make sure you use code SWED10 at checkout. Save 10% off your order. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, the trial begins today for a man who killed two people and wounded a third during protests that followed a police shooting in Wisconsin. Right, jurors will examine events that happened in Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse carried a rifle from out of state to those demonstrations. He is now facing six charges, including homicide. And Corrine Hess of Wisconsin Public Radio is covering the case. Good morning. Good morning. Let's start with the basics because there were so many protests last year. What were the events in Kenosha? In August of last year, a Kenosha police officer shot a black man named Jacob Blake several times at close range. The shooting was captured on cell phone video and widely distributed on social media. This happened only three months after widespread protests over George Floyd's killing in Minneapolis. There were three days of protests and looting in Kenosha, and self-appointed armed militia came to town. They were saying this was an effort to protect local businesses. One of the people was Kyle Rittenhouse, who was 17 years old at the time. He drove oh, I remember to Wisconsin about this. from nearby Antioch, Illinois, carrying a semi-automatic rifle to the protest. His lawyers will argue that he shot and killed Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber and wounded Gage Grosskreutz in self-defense. There's been a lot of discussion about the words in this trial. What to call people? What is the dispute here? So the judge in the case, Bruce Schrader, has made controversial decisions that some see as favoring the defense. Just last week, he got national attention for ruling that the men Rittenhouse shot can't be called victims during the... See, this this is a fucking tricky fucking case. But this, this is what the fucking world has come to, man. With this fucking idiot, idiot, fucking idiocracy, idiocy, this fucking idiocy, but it's being, calm down, you can't fucking talk when you're fucking wound up, chill out, smoke the joint, and fucking think. Okay. Because of the idiocy that's being portrayed in the government, that gives people, uh, what's what I'm looking for? It gives them the want, the, the inspiration to fucking, to do stupid shit because the government's doing stupid shit. So, why the fuck can't I be? I want to, because I'm a fucking patriot. I want to do whatever I can do. That's what everybody thinks. So, kid, this kid who's fucking, he's a fucking kid. He's a fucking kid watching the shit that's going down. And he's fucking calculating in his mind, what can I do to help? Because these fuckers are uh, raiding and looting fucking businesses and, and fucking other people over. And I need to go help these other people because nobody else is going to do it. So this kid 
He's fucking, he's like, no, because what they're doing is fucking wrong. And nobody's fucking stopping them. <sighs> Looting is wrong. But everybody, this past summer, this past year, everybody was fucking looting and rioting because of everything that's fucking happening, man. But, you see, what, what I think it is, as I've been saying it for a while now, is because everything is connected, when one way or another, through to the electric grid of the world, of the cosmos. And since we are in a fluctuation state right now, our poles are migrating, they're moving around, and everything's just fucked up. That's why everybody else is fucked up, because it's all the electromagnetism that's just, that's in flux, that's completely in disarray. So everything else is in disarray, just follows suit. Now, I don't know if you guys can make sense of that, but uh, <laughs> I made sense in my head. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about Shine On Botanicals. Shine On Botanicals is a family-run hemp farm. They grow the hemp so they can grow the cleanest, purest medicine that they know for their son, who has suffered a traumatic, debilitating brain injury. They make it so he can have access to the purest medicine that they know. And now they want to bring it to you because it's an awesome product. I've been using it for months. We have anything from human tinctures to pet tinctures. The CBD roll-on, it's awesome. CBD tinctures are awesome. I feel 20 years younger with all my creaks and groans gone. It's awesome. To place your orders, email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Tell them what you'd be interested in doing. They'll hook it up for you. They'll send you an invoice and everything will be set. Let's get back to the show. But at the same time, he ruled that they can be referred to as uh, rioters, looters, and arsonists. The word victim yeah. is a loaded, loaded word. And I think alleged victim is a cousin to it. More than one of these people were engaged in... in arson unlawful activity rioting or looting then i'm not going to tell the defense they can't call them that he's saying don't call them victims because that's what at issue here whether they were victims in fact or whether they were someone who were threatening kyle rittenhouse who says this self-defense plea is his way out of this what are you hearing from the community as this trial begins one of the observers i talked to He's a longtime activist. His name's Gregory Bennett. He says that in the city that's 80... See, I stand behind this kid. Because in his mind, he did nothing wrong. Because these motherfuckers were, like he said, rioting, looting, burning fucking shit down to the ground. Fucking over everybody else, the people who own this shit. And this kid was sticking up for those people. Because the cops weren't. The cops were just letting it fucking happen. So we teach kids the difference between right and wrong. And now we're sending this kid to jail for doing what he thought was right. 
protecting these fucking dudes. They're protecting these people's businesses. This is a fucking mess. This country's a fucking mess. Percent white. There's always been concerns over racial inequity and unequal policing. You know, you push somebody, push somebody, push somebody, and you say, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. And then you finally get hit. Then you wonder why I get hit. But this whole time, the city's been screaming and begging something to be changed. And this has been an issue that's been debated over and over on social media. And, you know, some of the defenders of Kyle Rittenhouse are are just, you know, portraying him as this martyred patriot. Yeah, divisive case. So how does this week well, go? I, I'm, I stand well, by Kyle, man. Today, and Judge Schrader is saying that he's going to treat this case as a normal homicide case. But, of course, it's not in many ways. No, it's not. Um, amateur video will likely be played throughout the trial to portray the chaos surrounding the shootings. But, ultimately, this trial will determine whether a 17-year-old with a rifle was defending law and order during unrest or acting as That's a exactly what the fuck he was doing. Shot and killed two people. He wasn't going out just looking, looking to kill anybody, I promise you. He's a fucking kid. He was looking to do right. This is the kind of kid, like fucking Tayshawn here, that wants to join the military. Because they think it's a good goddamn thing to do. It's the right goddamn decision. But it's all being used for nefarious use now. The cops didn't stop it, so he, he stepped in. He wanted to stop it. But now he's being sent to fucking prison. Because he didn't have a fucking prison. Fuck this, dude. This, this is all. He was defending law and order. He's a fucking hero. He's a fucking hero. Corrine Hess of Wisconsin Public Radio, thanks for your coverage. Thank you. And that is the UFC number 190 for November 1st, 2021. Happy birthday, Nicholas. Fucking make today yours, buddy. If you have a news story that you'd like to submit to Getting High with the Jester, go to anchor.fm forward slash N-O-R-R-O-D and leave a message. I will give you $5 worth of free advice on that news story. Let's get back to the show. These motherfuckers, man. These motherfuckers. Mother trucking mother truckers, man. Now, let me light up this here, Bernie. Uh, today, 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 climate change was the first story. Fucking climate change. We've discussed this. My listeners know. Y'all know. The climate change cannot be stopped. It fucking happens. It's a continuous thing. One would say it's a cycle. Hmm. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, and everything is changing right now. We are in a state of of dramatic flux, of dramatic change. You know, the poles are migrating, and we're entering the 12,000-year disaster. Well, we are due for the 12,000-year disaster cycle event. So the 12,000-year event, that's what I should say. We are due for the 12,000-year event. And it is indicated by the migrating of the poles, by the elevation of uh, sunspots, in their activities. It's just 
in the weak in our weakening magnetosphere, man. It's it's happening. It's fucking happening. We live in a great time, buddy, and I can't fucking wait to see what happens. <laughs> Fuck these people wanting to take your money. Yeah. Saying they can stop climate change because they can't. Fuck them. They don't you need your money more than they do. Fuck these motherfuckers. And then the second story was about the abortion bill in Texas. <sighs> Again, don't fucking tell me what to do. This bill was making it profitable for 10 grand to become a snitch. Go sue somebody for 10 grand. At least, was that at least or was that most? For 10 fucking grand. Go snitch him out. Go snitch him out. Does that make does that make you feel better? You fucking snitch. Come on. You're a fucking dirty rat if you're doing that shit. Be a fucking man. Stand the fuck up. And be real with people, man. Don't go behind somebody's fucking back. Everybody is fighting a battle. Uh, everybody is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Be kind. Always. Fucking always. There's no reason not to be kind. Somebody's being a dick to you. They're having a rough time. They're having a rough day. Kill them with kindness. I get it, bud. Hey. I, hey, I hope your day gets better, man. Peace. You know, just be nice. Be kind. Uh, I, uh, I know it's difficult, and I'm 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 very rarely kind, but I need to start following my own goddamn words and being fucking kind. Practice what I preach, motherfucker. What? That was pretty rough. <laughs> and the final story was about the murder trial in Kenosha. Kyle Rittenhouse, sir. No, Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. Let me let me uh go over this again. We teach our children the difference between right and wrong. We hammer it into our kids the difference between right and wrong. So if your child sees the all these fucking people rioting, stealing, burning shit down that doesn't belong to them and fucking other people over that's going to make your righteous kid be upset because he knows right from wrong and nobody else is doing a goddamn thing they're just watching it fucking happen so he fucking he got on board and he did what he felt he had to do to help fucking help these motherfuckers out my Bernie went out I fucking stand behind this kid. And it sucks. It fucking sucks where his position right now, where he's at in life. But this too will pass. This is only temporary, bud. There will be a lot of people that got your back. I promise you. Because you, in your head, you didn't do anything wrong. Because you were fucking, you were in the right all the way. It's these motherfuckers who are rioting and looting and stealing and burning shit down that were in the fucking wrong. 
This fucking 17-year-old kid. Fucking, he's got some fucking balls, man. Well, he's young and, you know, foolhardy. But, hey. I, I 100% agree with what he did. He, he was fucking, he, he was in the right. Boom, that's it. That was it. That was it, yo. Now let's check in with Mr. Ben. Let's see what space weather is going to be for November 1st, 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We've got focus on the sun today. The CME impact delivered a geomagnetic storm. We had another M-class solar flare. Another CME could be coming our way. And we're starting with the last 24 hours on our star at spaceweathernews.com. We find the northern sunspot group approaching center disk. But look bottom right. As the active region departs, it fires again. CME expelled and coronal ripple as the shockwave of the eruption. Let's begin the analysis today with yesterday's geomagnetic storm. Red line at the bottom. The CME impact and its waning back this morning is visible in the solar wind. And here's your key data point. Maximum CME speed never really cracked 500 kilometers per second. That is a weak impact, much weaker than expected. But the sun gets one more shot out of that active region. That flash was the M-class solar flare, which managed to put a CME out about as big as the X-class did four days earlier. With the position of the sunspot group, it's no surprise that SOHO sees most of the ejection leave bottom right, but not all of it. You should also see a portion head out to the left as well. That suggests that while the bulk of the CME will miss, we could take a glancing blow in about three days off the side of that CME. Stereo shows there is solid plasma signature on the equatorial component. That's the one most likely to interact with our planet. And so while the endless spirals are not updated here in the pre-sunrise hours, I do bet they show another small impact forecast by the end of the day. When we look ahead, the focus indeed comes back to that northern sunspot group. It's got large umbral fields and its current stability is beta-class magnetism, split side to side there. But as it morphs, that will change. And if it flares, it's got significant plasma potential in those arcs to inject into an erupting cloud. That's what's on our plate here this week. As you watch a gorgeous plasma filament in 304 and then 171 angstroms, that northern sunspot group is a flare threat and the southern departing group gave us one final shot we'll be watching for later this week. Quick notes to close here. First, we had another five-pointer in La Palma. After creeping up through the magnitude 3 and 4 range, it struck magnitude 5 twice over the weekend. Shakes getting big enough for slightly higher concern top weather watch of the day comes at the southeast convergence of the low cell centered over the uk where cold air is going to mix with warmer wet flows from the south and it's going to dump hard in northern italy and the regions to the east tonight up next the fugaku supercomputer running cosmo sims to produce the largest scale structure of the cosmic web from hypothesized initial conditions the intergalactic highway model here does use dark matter but in the end body sim it's just a name for the matter and force they don't see yet could be plasma dust electrostatic attraction anyway watch our cosmology movie if you're into the deep space stuff because we're coming home here with solar forcing of the thermosphere Folks, later this week, I hope to get you a special presentation on solar forcing of the mesosphere and the thermosphere. This is the last gate where proponents of solar climate forcing have to swallow the spider to catch the fly. And I'm going to tear it down. 
This paper explains the solar control over the thermospheric temperature, and it elucidates how it can translate that auroral forcing down to the mesosphere and below. In fact, it helps explain about eight or nine of the papers we've seen over the last three months. While a battle rages at the front gates of climate science, I happen to notice nobody's watching the Western Wall. I've got my climbing gloves on. YouTube's anti-climate change rules start being enforced today. So dear YouTube, I'm going to keep raising the weak links to the ground and do so weaving through your rules in compliance at every turn. Enjoy. We greatly appreciate your support. Watch our climate playlist to catch up if you need to. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Absolutely. No fear. Be safe. Make your decisions well. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Shout out, bam, shout out, to the Good News Network. For the quote of the day. Sometimes, being true to yourself means changing your mind. Self changes, and you follow. Vera Nazarian. Sometimes being true to yourself means changing your mind. Self changes and you follow. It's okay to change your mind. When new information gets added to the equation, it's perfectly okay to change your mind. <laughs> Yay! Absolutely. So be a better version of yourself. Smoke the weed every day and just make shit happen. <laughs> <laughs>